welcome to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier, and I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm so glad to be a part of your walk with Christ. If this is your first time here, we're going through the God's Warrior series, and currently we're in the basic training phase. Today's episode is called The Kingdom Mission and Heritage Part 2, and we'll be covering the choosing ground and separating of two kingdoms. Many people are searching to know why they were put on the earth. They have turned to all kinds of doctrines, idolatries, and worship trying to answer this one question. Well, the core reason that we are here on this earth is to choose which kingdom we will serve. Simply stated, the reason every human, we, are here on the earth and will ever be on the earth is to choose. So my darling is here with me again today. So welcome to to this episode, honey, and thank you for coming. Thank you, honey. It's an honor and a blessing as always. The pleasure is all mine. Um, so John is going to get us started with, uh, let's see, let's do our, um, springboard scripture first, and then we'll go over the key terms for this episode. Okay. Well, we've got a couple springboard scriptures because There are two aspects to this. There is, as you said, a separating of kingdoms, Mm -hmm. but also in line with that, we'll see in scripture, there is time that is also created. So we have two. We're going to look at Genesis chapter one, and we're going to read verses two through four. Okay. It says, the earth was formless and void. And darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. And then our follow-on scripture to that is verse 14, where it says, Then God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Amen. Thank you, darling. You're welcome. So just a quick little recap before we go into our key terms. Um, In Genesis 1-1, God created everything. And we know that because of our God's character, he does not create anything without a purpose. So something happened between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2, from the creation being there and completed and finished to it being found without form and void. And uh, we looked at the these words in a previous episode, Without form means unreality, mm-hmm. and void meant empty of its purpose. So God doesn't do just random things. He's not a random God. He is very purposeful. And the reason for that was Lucifer's fall. Lucifer decided he was going to try to overthrow God, and that when he was kicked out of heaven, that created some 
some havoc and we read over those scriptures. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity, now is a good time to get your map out because we're going to be using that today. And if you haven't requested it or the lab worksheets, go ahead and do that as well. Um, so let's get into those um, key terms. So the first one that we're going to go over, and I'll just read over um, all three of them. We have three key terms today. The first one is contaminate. The second one is purification. And the third one is type and shadow. And we go over these key terms to help um, build our understanding and make the study time as effective as possible. So you and I are speaking the same language and we understand what the Lord is doing. And you know what I'm saying. You can understand what I'm talking about. And it helps provide clarity as you continue to study through the word of God. So, um, to contaminate, and we're going to look at this in light of the scriptures, what this word means. It is the introduction of sin or anything that causes sin into what God created as perfect, uh, or you might have heard it through scripture without spot or wrinkle. Um, if you're looking for a supporting scripture, you can look at Revelation 21, verse 27. Amen. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Uh, now, purification or to purify is the process of removing all traces of sin and anything that causes sin from heaven or heaven's side of eternity. This purification process is final and permanent when everything is all wrapped up and concluded at the end of time, of God's time. Honey, you got some scriptures for that? I do, yes. So for you want supporting scriptures for purification or to purify? You can look at Revelation chapter 20, verses 10 through 15. You can also look at Matthew 13, verses 47 through 50. And Luke chapter 3, verse 17. Amen. Thank you, darling. You're welcome. And type and shadow. Um, a type and shadow is a natural example of something that is real and exists in the spiritual realm. These natural examples of spiritual truth can be found throughout the Bible. They are created by God and given by the Godhead to help humans understand and relate to spiritual concepts, principles, actions, occurrences, happenings, and the fullness of the Godhead himself. That would be Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You may have heard of uh, heard someone say that's a type and shadow or this one's a type and shadow. So some examples of a type and shadow is when Moses was getting the blueprints for the temple that was to be built or the tent of meetings, I'm sorry, that was to be built on earth and God showed him what was in heaven and he made a natural example of that according to God's specifications. Mm -hmm. That's an example of a type and shadow. And did you have any thoughts that you wanted to share? On, on any of these keywords or about that one in particular? Well, there, I mean, there are a number of them. I love the example that you gave, but there are a number of these throughout. Of course, uh, another great example, which goes, speaks, and they all speak directly to Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus, Amen right? To that. So, uh, Abraham and Isaac, when Abraham was asked to sacrifice Isaac, is a type and shadow of. Our Heavenly Father sending His Son, His beloved Son, Jesus, the Christ, to earth to be the sacrificial lamb. Just mm -hmm. another, uh, I'll say, example to kind of go along with that. And there are 
a number of them throughout Scripture. Amen. Amen. Now, a key concept that I want you to keep in mind as we study is that God works in his um, manifold wisdom, which is multifaceted, multi-layered. I mean, you could even say multi-angular wisdom that when God moves in one arena, he can touch multiple at the same time. Um, And he can be ministering or speaking to or dealing with things on various levels from one standpoint and he is an, <laughs> a wonderful and almighty God. So keep that in mind as we go through the word. So if you have your map, we are on the section that has the purple um, oval that says time created. And we are going to look at first the separating of two kingdoms. Well, let's, let's understand in there what happened in Genesis 1-2? Because we, we've gone over Genesis 1-1 and understood what happened, mm-hmm. right? But there's a, let's understand why. And it goes to why we are here on the choosing ground, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if you have your, your Bibles, we're going to look at Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 12. Because it makes it very, very clear. And we then we can go into some of, more detail on what you were talking about there, honey, honey. Okay, wonderful. It says, And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon being Satan, For if anyone was questioning that. Mm-hmm. The dragon and his angels waged war, and they were not strong enough, and there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old who was called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come down for the accuser of our brethren who has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, and because of the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life, even when faced with death. For this reason, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. So there's a lot in there, as we can see, right? Mm-hmm. But it makes it very clear part of why the earth was created. There's this, if you will, a separating of kingdoms where the Lord is in heaven and Satan and the one third of the angels that he convinced to go along with him were also cast down. Amen. And so again, as we said, separation of kingdoms. So the devil is here on the earth and allowed to rule and reign here, if you will. Now, part of that also happened for a number of other reasons, like Adam, when he fell prey to sin. That's when Satan got authority to reign. Exactly. But he was cast out. He's a spiritual being. So, um, and we'll we'll come to that. But if we look back at Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, and... um, 
I'm sorry, verse three and four. Uh, this is when the Lord said, then God said, let there be light. And there mm-hmm. was light. And then in verse four, and God saw the light and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. That's where we, we see that separating right there. Because when we read down in scripture, um, he does call it day and night. And you look at the, the way it's written. Um, but if you look, if you look back over to verse 14, then you see the, um, how the, the actual, what we look at and call day and night is put into place. But this is where the kingdoms were separated. This is God's kingdom separated from, um, the kingdom that set, set Satan tried to set up for himself, which would be the kingdom of darkness, right? We've, we've mm-hmm. heard that before. Um, let's take a look at some supporting scriptures for this. And I I want you to understand, you know, as we read and study the word, we don't try to make it fit together the way we want it to, (laughs) um, or try to make it say what we want. We listen to the Holy Spirit as we read the word of God, as we are fellowshipping with him and what he's telling us that is present in his word and that how his word connects. And he's only always going to tell the heart of God. You can look at John sixteen thirteen and First Corinthians two eleven to get you know some some few, some more meditation and support on that that statement. Um, but as the Holy Spirit is bringing light, we walk with Him in that light. So let's head over to Second um, Corinthians six fourteen through sixteen. Yes, please. All right. It says, "Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness?" Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has an unbeliever, or excuse me, or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So in there, you see, as you were saying, honey, honey, and as the lab, we were talking about when the Lord speaks a word, all the different levels and the intricacies of that word, mm-hmm. There's, it touches things that, you know, as we, for our lives, spirit, soul, and body, mm-hmm. but it speaks on many different planes, many different levels. And mm-hmm. the Lord knows, I mean, it's perfect. There's <laughs> no other way to phrase it. It is perfect. So he spoke about light and darkness. Mm-hmm. And we see that also mentioned here. But it's also talking about good and evil. Mm-hmm. Righteousness versus unrighteousness. And, and any which way you can conceive of, I'll say, the perfectness, the holiness contained within God and the wickedness contained within the devil and sin. Amen. And there's a clear um, instruction to stay separate Mm -hmm. from that and not join yourself to it or fellowship with it because um, they are separate. Now, in eternity before Lucifer's fall, eternity was one. All of the spiritual beings, all of the heavenly community was all together. And when Lucifer did what he did and all of heaven was present to watch that sinful act, some made their choice right away. Some some went with him. Those were the angels mm-hmm. that were drawn away, the one-third of the angels. But everyone saw it. And so there was a contamination of the 
the heavenly community because of that. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but because he said, I'm going to set up a different kingdom, I'm going to rule over you. And some people said, or some spiritual beings um, Mm. said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. He was setting up or attempting to set up another kingdom that ruled over God and make God be a part of his. And God said, no, no, we're not doing that. You're going to get out of here and we're going to, you're going to be separated. You're going to get away from me, right? You and your followers are going to be separated and you're going to have your own kingdom and I'm going to have my own kingdom. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of the heavenly community, um, that would be beings that look like us, they're human beings, mm-hmm. um, not, not angels, but what we are. We're ha- first spirit. Amen. So we are a spirit. Let's just acknowledge that and get that, you know, taken care <laughs> right. of. Right. And we already covered that we started mm-hmm. in heaven. And we are coming through the earth through time, and we will return to heaven, the same course that Jesus took. He came from heaven, right, from the spiritual realm into the earth, and then he returned to the spiritual realm to heaven. So we're going to take that same course, and we'll, you know, we'll cover that as we continue. Um, But because Lucifer tried to, um, he despised the divine order that God set, now God had to make a different um, a distinction, if you will, a difference between the two two sides, the two kingdoms, if you will. Can you read our next scripture for us, darling? I can, which comes from 1 John 1, 5 through 7. It says, This is the message we have heard from him and announced to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness... We lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. Amen. And then go ahead and read um, John eight forty four for us as well. Sure thing. One second. says, you are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Amen. Now, other versions say when he, when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his native tongue. Glory to <laughs> Which, God. I mean, that's a, you know, makes it very, very distinct and distinguishable. Amen. Amen. So Jesus makes a, dis- um, he does make a distinction, as you said, of who's the father of whom mm-hmm. and the different kingdoms. There's not three kingdoms. There's one or the other. Either God is your father and you're his son or daughter or his people, or the devil is your father. Mm-hmm. And um, you do the will of your father. That's why he says you can't serve two, two masters, masters, right? He didn't say three or five. He said two. Yes. And, and by the third, you mean, even if you were trying to do your own will, mm-hmm. that, that you don't have a third kingdom, right? There, you, there's one or the other. Exactly. So there's a, there's a choosing ground, if you will, which we're on the earth, which also, you know, we might, um, I know this probably comes up later, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, well, I know it comes up later. But with the choice and the choosing, that's why you also see in the garden, there was two trees. Amen. So, well, we'll uh, I'll say 
get to that at a, yeah, a future time, but well, you know, leave a little breadcrumb, <laughs> if you will. Amen. Amen. So just what you also heard in um, that scripture. Actually, can you read that for me one more time, sweetheart? One um, more time, yes. This is uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 8, mm-hmm. verse 44. It says, You are of your father the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Amen. So you heard the word in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes we think man or and woman in the, the garden <laughs> was the thing. beginning. But it's not. There was a beginning before mm-hmm. the beginning, which is how we know that Lucifer's transgression happened in eternity. And the separating of two kingdoms was the result of that because formerly they were one, but Jesus specifically knowing all things referencing references the beginning. So man and woman are not the beginning of all things. They are the beginning of existence, our existence on the earth in this form, in the dirt form. This is the first time we came to look like this, but not the initiation of all creation of all existence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, next we're going to talk about, um, Time created. Time was created to give opportunity for purification through choice. There's two kingdoms. So now when God said, I'm going to separate these two kingdoms, light from darkness, God is light and there is no darkness in him. There's no straddle in the fence. He's all light. He's all good. And darkness is what it is. He's the, um, the kingdom of darkness. The father of lies is Satan. And that is who he chose to be early on, right? After God created him, he decided to leave his heavenly abode and not remain as well as the angels that went with him. But he is the father of lies and the father of darkness. But God said, I, in his justice and his great mercy and love created time, separated time as a chunk of eternity set apart, taken out and set aside with a clock that's attached to it that we call time, that we know is time, to give every one of the spiritual beings that are like us an opportunity to make their choice. You notice that the angels made their choice. Those heavenly beings, um, whatever form they are, some of them you know, have different appearances, they made their choice. The, the one-third that went with them made their decision, and the ones that are still in heaven made their decision. But mm-hmm. us, we were given time to make this choice. Um, and that is how the purification is happening. Um, and remember, we started in heaven and we will return there when time is finished on this earth, just like Jesus did. And as we choose, we are choosing what kingdom. So let's take a look. Um, just a little side note. Um, when you have a moment, actually, go to First John 3, verses 2 through 3. And that's a revelation of what we will become once we go back to heaven, how, how we appeared and existed. Um, there's sure. Go ahead, sweetheart. Would you let me read it? Yes. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Um, thank you. It's uh first John three, two through three says, beloved. Now we are children of God and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself 
just as he is pure. Amen. So just um, the Lord is very intent on his children knowing the truth. It's time for the word of truth to come forth. That's actually what he's been talking to me about. Mm -hmm. um, So that when we are using our faith, it's founded on the truth of God's word and his character, his nature, his desire, his heart, his will being carried out, not just what we think or what looks fancy, it feels good, it looks nice, but actually the reality of who God is. So the course that Jesus took, we are taking ourselves and that's not by chance. And when we return to the heavenly community, we'll get to see that surprise of what we will be, <laughs> what we're going to look like, and enjoy that that understanding and that knowledge. Now, well, to, if I could expand on that, sure. Um, on a more, I'll say, natural, you could call it carnal, but we see that in the same design and structure that were created in the family, and between parents and children. You know, the parent knows, has an expectation of what the child should look like, right? Mm-hmm. Now, children get to choose if they're going to come along or in alignment with the wisdom, knowledge, guidance, understanding, instruction, training, equipping, all those things that the parents are doing, pouring into the child or rebel against it. Now, if you have more than one child, they, the others see what happens and then they also Mm -hmm. have to make a choice, right? In in, Mm -hmm. in a similar fashion to what we have just been discussing and describing with, you know, in eternity before there was time with the devil making his choice to mm-hmm. attempt to build up a kingdom right and uh, mm-hmm. and in some homes and no doubt if you ref- you reflect even back on your own childhood we can go oh yeah i recognize that now and so we'll see that you know uh, but we all have a choice to either come alongside now the child as they're growing doesn't fully understand what they're developing into Mm-hmm. or what they're what they're going to look like or, or the why but then but everyone else that's already gone through that process and is a parent and is teaching or again has gone through that process and has mm-hmm. seen it in others and mm-hmm. seen those that are well going through the the growing and the developing stages becoming mm-hmm. a a parent knows what they're going to look like because they see the parents pouring in and they already know the nature, character, and attributes found within the parent. So they know it's going to be similar. So if you will, it's, again, we'll just call it a type and a shadow, if you will, to what is happening and how the Lord designed it, the structure that he created for this and us mm-hmm. on this earth. Amen. Amen. So let's take a closer look at these kingdoms so we can um, examine them and also, prove it out. We want to study the Word of God mm-hmm. so that we, we, you know it for yourself and you know why we believe what we, what we believe, why we know what we know, and who our God is. Um, so let's look at Genesis 2, verse 9, and then compare it with Genesis 3, verse 3. You have those scriptures, darling? I do. So Genesis 2, 9 says, Out of the ground the Lord caused to grow every tree, that is pleasing to the sight and good for food. The tree of life, also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then Genesis 3, verse 3, says, 
Well, actually, let's, let's read two as well. The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the tree of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat from it or touch it, or you will die. Okay, so now let's look at what we just discovered there. So there were actually two trees in the center of the garden. Mm-hmm. And... The two trees represent the two kingdoms. God did not tell her, don't touch the tree in the center. He said, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Because they were two trees. And they were free to eat from the tree of life at any point. The tree of life is the other tree that was in the center, mm-hmm. um, which we just um, we just looked at. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So God said, choose life, right? Choose me. We hear it and see that a lot through scripture. Mm-hmm. Moses constantly, right? I said mm-hmm. before you today, the blessing and the curse, but choose life so that you and your seed, your children may live. Amen. And Joshua said the same thing. Choose, choose this day whom you will serve. Amen. You're right, whether it be the Lord God or you know, the gods of Egypt, or right? But mm-hmm. choose, right? And then he says his choice, right? For me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Amen. So God said, don't choose the evil thing. Choose what's good. Because mm-hmm. they could have eaten freely from the tree of life at any point. Amen. The one tree they were told not to eat from is the tree that represents the kingdom of darkness. Now, how do we know that? Um, and let, let's compare these. One tree led to eternal life, and the other led to two different kinds of death. That's Mm -hmm. spiritual death and natural death. The tree of life represents the kingdom of God, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil represents Satan's kingdom. Ask yourself this question. Who wanted man and woman to eat from which tree? So that we can determine... Who was the owner of which tree or who was the uh, propagator, if you will, the reason or the cause? It's usually a pretty good indicator. Right? The representation of each tree. Um, And so let's look at Genesis 2, verses 16 through 17. Okay. You ready? Yep. It says, The Lord God commanded the man, saying, From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat from it, you will surely die. Amen. And then we can follow that up with what we were reading in Genesis 3, mm-hmm. 1 through 5. Mm-hmm. It says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, has God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat. But from the fruit of the tree, which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat from it, or touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die. For God knows that in the day that you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Hmm. Well, we just heard what the Lord said in Genesis 2. Amen. And, well... That was definitely not what she, woman, mm-hmm. said it was. Mm-hmm. It, it did not, the word, she did not, was not standing on the word. How do we know? Because right. it was different. She was off-centered, off-centered. Exactly. 
had a partial truth in her mind and that left her open to be deceived, which is why God wants us to be filled and taught the word of truth mm-hmm. at this point, to go with the word of faith that we've already heard and received. Now, uh, what I said, I'm not blaming women. Oh, of course Later not. Later Eve or any then, of those hey, things, right? Let's that just, was woman who did that. I'm, so I'm, I'm pointing it out. Don't so be that, sensitive. <laughs> because it applies to each and every one of us today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? While we don't have the, the actual tree to choose from, we're going through this study so we understand, no, we're... You're still making a choice of which fruit you're going to eat from. Amen. And Jesus is the bread of life. Amen. So God is life, right? (laughs) He is life. Amen. So there's no question about that. Um, And we can be we can be honest and say what's written in the Word. It doesn't mean anyone's condemned. Sin is sin for everyone. Mm -hmm. And again, we'll talk about that. And whatever the Lord says, it. Amen. That's what it is. So, um, who wanted her? To fall into sin. Who wanted her to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Was it God or was it the devil? The devil, right? You just We just read Clearly. that. God said, the tree of life is set before you. No, he didn't articulate it in, in that many terms, but he said, you can eat of everything else. Just not this one, one. When not there these were two, two trees. trees that were in the center exactly. of the garden. Now, God was not surprised that Satan was lurking around. If there are no options, there is no choice. Amen. So God did not remove the uh, um, the opportunity for woman and man to make their choice. And I'm not placing women ahead of men, but women woman is the one who made the the fault first. So that's why I said it in that order. Mm-hmm. But if there is no opportunity, if there's no choices, there's no options, there's no choice. And if there's no choice, then you cannot be a free moral agent. Exactly. God has given us the right to choose and he has not, he does not take it back from us no matter what we do with that choice. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take away our free will. He gave us, he put us here for this very purpose, choosing, this is the choosing ground, remember? And this is also how we can see what God's mindset is, what his motive is, what his will is and what he's doing to let everyone come through the earth and make their choice. Because why would he put that there in the beginning? He is a God who knows everything. He's declared the end from the beginning. He was not surprised by Satan's presence in the garden. He was not surprised by Satan's approach to the woman. He was not surprised by their fall. That's why Jesus is the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. So our choice, the choice for all humans will determine whose kingdom we, they, are a part of, and the people will essentially separate themselves by their choice. This choice isn't an arbitrary thing. It's not something to take lightly. Thankfully, God is merciful and he realizes because of that, because of our um, limitations as humans, especially since sin has entered into all, except for the Lord Jesus Christ, because of blood and because of the um, choice that Adam made here in the beginning, He's given time and he's given a lifespan to each of us to be able to make that choice or alter our choice. Amen. Should we make the wrong one in the beginning? No. Along with that, right? So Mm -hmm. there is time. Mm -hmm. Now the choice is not a, it should be a once and for all choice. Absolutely. But I I will say this. There are many that start off making the right choice. And, And we saw that here. Well, if we study, if you study out and read out 
up to where we're at in Genesis 3. Mm -hmm. You'll find that they initially started, both Adam and woman, started off making the right choice. Amen. But at some point, they chose to be in opposition to the Lord. So I, I say that for each of us, because we have time to make a choice for the Lord. But then whatever choice you make, hopefully it's for the Lord, Amen. we must stick with that choice for all of our days. You have to maintain your choice, and we are definitely going to cover now, that. <laughs> if it's for the Lord, maintain your choice. If Amen. it's if it's for the for Satan, the adversary, you have time while choice. you have breath in your lungs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly to choose the Lord. Come to Jesus, please. But hurry then remain, remain with Him. He said, "Abide." Amen. Right. If you abide in Me, and My words abide in you. Well, we're out of time for today. We still have more to cover here. Um, on this choosing ground and the separating of two kingdoms, but we're going to get to that in the next episode. So remember to sign up to receive the lab worksheets and submit your questions um, to ministry at a day of um, Consider starting a home group and let's go through the word together. There are many people who can benefit. And if you, you know, know someone and, you know, the Holy Spirit's leading you to speak with them and invite them, by all means do so. I just want to encourage you to, to be courageous in that and invite them along. Um, meet us back here for the next episode. We want to see you or we want to connect with you. And I just want you to know that I, we are praying for you and we love you. And remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. God bless you. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.